morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. Thank you for listening to the show. Today is Friday, September 23rd, 2022. Happy Friday, everyone. We're going to start 7.31 a.m. by saying happy birthday to Anthony Mackey. Happy birthday to Bruce Springsteen. And happy birthday to Ray Charles. Lots of great choices here, but let's go. Our fun fact for the day is going to be Ray Charles Robinson. Originally, Ray Charles Robinson was born in Albany, Georgia, United States. He passed away just before the movie Ray was released, which is, you know, obviously a bummer, but it's cool that he got to work with Jamie Foxx in preparation for that movie. However, here's the fun fact. To avoid confusion... With the infamous, iconic, maybe one of the greatest boxers of all time, Sugar Ray Robinson, as his name was also Ray Robinson, he decided to drop the Robinson last name, so he turned himself into Ray Charles. Fun little fun fact, I did not know that. I'm a huge boxing fan, so I thought that was plenty of fun. We have a full sports show for today so we'll definitely do a couple sports stories and then we will probably wrap up over in entertainment coming on the show today is Arden Franklin from ball players to talk about week three of the NFL and a lot of good stuff over there so let's start here sports in the NBA the Detroit Pistons are finalizing a trade that will send Boyan Bogdanovich to the Detroit Pistons for Kelly Olynyk. And Saban Lee, this is, you know, just some of the action that kind of goes down during the NBA season, or excuse me, the NBA offseason. But it is trades like these that kind of do make small waves. Kelly Olenek now has been on numerous playoff contending teams over the last few years, and we are just trying to keep y'all up to date. Staying in the NBA, this is a little bit more gossipy and a little bit more tea, and I'm sure y'all have read some of it or heard a little bit here and there, but Celtics head coach Ime Udoka is likely to be suspended for the entirety of the season, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. He had a, quote, improper, intimate, and consensual relationship with a female member of the team staff. Uh, The team kind of said that, you know, he didn't do anything illegal, but it is against the conduct and it is against our policy within the Celtics organization. This feels weird. I'm not saying what he did is right by any means, but to to have a consensual relationship with a female staff member, a year suspension, whoa, that feels mighty heavy, especially when you consider all the mild suspensions you've seen across the NFL or the MLB or, dear God, in combat sports. You know, of course, you know, Ime Udoka is married to Nia Long, but... This isn't illegal per se. It's just, it's an interesting story here. Um, I don't know necessarily how I feel about it, but a season-long suspension feels like a really, really, really big deal. Our final story uh, before we get to Arden Franklin from Ballplayers and Sports, Shakur Stevenson has a title fight tonight, Friday, September 23rd. He will be defending his 130-pound title against Robson can say Sal. However, on Thursday, Stevenson would miss weight by over a pound. He said, quote, I gave it my all. I've been professional my whole career and made weight 
but my body just can't make 130 pounds anymore. My health has to come first. I am moving up to 135 in my next fight. We kind of knew that this was going to be happening. He was just really a matter of time before he ultimately made the move up to lightweight. And it feels like it will be the right decision. I am still excited to see him fight. It is a bummer, though, and it probably... You know, when stuff like this happens, it makes you realize how impressive guys like Vasily Lomachenko really are. I'm a, I'm a huge Lomachenko fan. Stevenson is a stud. He's a superstar. I think it's super likely that he could end up with a belt at 135. Um, but man, that weight cut game is brutal. And you just saw you just saw Tiafimo Lopez make that move from 135 to 140, and plenty of others doing the same. Kind of a bummer, but Shakur Stevenson misses weight for his title fight at 130 pounds against Robson Kinsaysau. All right, now we'll head on over to Arden Franklin from Ballplayers, where we'll talk about week three of the NFL. I'm going to ask him about his favorite game. And here we are, Arden Franklin from Ballplayers. All right, 1.37 p.m. We're going to get over into our final story in sports, and that's going to be week three of the NFL. We're going to look ahead to some of the games. Joining us on 7.31 a.m., Arden Franklin from Ballplayers. Dog, I've been happy to have you on the show a couple times over the last few weeks. Week three of the NFL, you know, I think we always take weeks one and two with a grain of salt, right? Like, guys might not be healthy. They're still getting in the flow of a new offense. But eventually, you got to start holding yourself accountable saying, yo, okay, now we've lost three games in a row. Like, yeah. it's no longer just the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Any games catching your eye? Anything feel important coming into week three? I know that there's certainly a game I'm pretty excited about, but I'm curious kind of if, if you're eyeing up one. I am actually and this might seem like a troll it's honestly not but I think in terms of the chaos it could bring on Sunday as well as potential long-term effects I'm really looking forward towards Jets Bengals we got the Bengals mm-hmm. reigning AFC champions mm-hmm. they're 0-2 we already know they're trying to be the second team over the last decade to make the Super Bowl after losing in it the previous year only the 2018 New England Patriots have that feat of making it back and winning but there's going to be something crazy in Cincinnati and across the nation if they go 0-3 against Mr. Flacco and the Jets so I'm honestly looking forward to that game the most Obviously, the Jets coming off of probably their biggest win in, in a long time. Dog, I don't know how long. I, I hate, I always say this on the show, but like, I hate exaggerating. Bro, you could really say some great, like, this could be the biggest win in Jets the last five years. Last oh, I think it is. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you know what it is too as well, Bo? It's if the Jets have a turnaround season. This win could literally be looked at as that moment that sparked Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Again, you're down 13, less than two minutes. Mathematically speaking, you're supposed to be done. You're not supposed to come back at all. And then you do what you did. And you think about for Joe Flacco, and it was fitting for Joe because Joe is now 18 and three in his entire career against the Browns because we all know he used to destroy the Browns when he was a Baltimore Raven. And it's one of those things where it's like, hey, for a team that wants to make a little bit of progress and improve and show that, hey, they're not always the same old Jets, wins like that help. And if the Jets can pull up on Sunday and, again, beat the reigning AFC champion and make a statement, that's going to say something. The Jets are six-point underdogs in this one. The Bengals still getting a lot of love from Vegas, obviously. Um, You can get the Bengals at minus 260 right now. The game I'm interested in. 
This game would be even more enticing later on in the year because both of these two quarterbacks are kind of known for eh, taking things a little easy coming into the season, but Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Vegas has it as pretty much a toss. And like the Buccaneers are favored by one. They are at home. Neither team has looked too sharp, honestly, to start they the season. They haven't, not at all. And, uh, you know, the Buccaneers have luckily been able to walk away with a couple Ws, even though they haven't played that that well. You can look at that as two ways, though. Hey, we played like dog shit, and we're still getting Ws. That's what good teams do. You'd also say, we got lucky we weren't facing great teams. Mm-hmm. You know, if we play like that against the pack, we play like that against, you know, a real legitimate contender, yo, we're going to be in trouble. Which one do you kind of think it is for the Buccaneers? I say for the Bucks, it's more the former. I think it's one of those things, too, where you understand right now, offense hasn't been looking too good. Maybe there's a doubt in your head about, you know, Mr. Brady's age and absence from training camp, maybe playing into some things. And they're also banged up a little bit at the skill position. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, your defense is doing what it's supposed to do. You know, the defense got roasted a lot, literally and figuratively speaking, last season. And a lot of people feel like, hey, if the back end would have played a lot better, we're maybe looking at Tampa Bay being repeat Super Bowl champs. So I think if you're the Bucks, you still have to feel good because truth is, and it's always been that way for, for offenses, all it takes is one big game. Mm-hmm. You have one big game, you know, you put up 27, you put up 34, everything is like all right again. But at the same time, Mike Evans suspended Julio Jones. Supposed to miss this week's game Chris Godwin battling a hamstring injury So this is looking like another game Where the defense got to hold it down And this Packers defense is no joke Now I know in years past You know the Pack They're always criticized You know the defense doesn't show up Come playoff time Whatever it might Mm -hmm. be This is a different Packers defense It is It's a pretty legitimate defense That the Packers have Um, I think a lot of the listeners know I am You know my dad's from Wisconsin I'm always you know Kind of keep an eye out on the Pack But this is a different Packers defense if I'm the Buccaneers, you know, you could easily say, yo, we haven't played that well. A win in the NFL is a win in the NFL. And I, I really do think there are a lot of teams that wish that they had two W's in their bag, even if though they weren't playing or even though they were playing well, they might not have two W's. I bet they would trade in that playing well, say, you know, I'd rather be 2-0 right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Because again, mathematically, mathematically, things start adding up, man. People be surprised by that. It's not always, oh, later in the season, you start looking at the numbers. Dang, are we going to make the playoffs? Or do we need to tank? It's no. As early as weeks two and three, you start realizing like, Amen. yeah, we're, we're probably not going to make the playoffs. Like, we could say all we want. Oh, we got time. We got time. But time does start running short for teams in September and October. It happens every year. Weeks, <laughs> every year. Weeks three and four are, are mirror weeks. Yeah. It's, it's time you look in the mirror and say, okay, this tells us what we are. This tells us and what we are. And for fan bases, you also start realizing, hey, I, I need to readjust my travel plans. I need to readjust uh-huh, my Sunday schedules. Uh-huh. I'm, hey, I'm, we about to be in week three, 137, fam, and I'm already looking at my future Sundays with the Colts. I don't know what type of time I'm about to be on with my Colts. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Y'all not going to stress me out this year. Arden Franklin, delivering the heat as always, course, brother. Thank you for coming to. on 731 AM. Salute we will see you. Uh, we'll see you next week, big dog. Absolutely. See y'all God next bless. week, man. Ball players. Thank you, Arden. I appreciate it. Uh, we have one more story, and that is in entertainment. Entertainment. We have some news about Beverly Hills Cop getting back together 
for the fourth installment of the movie. This will be happening with Netflix. And it sounds like now we have heard that the original cast members will be returning. Judge Reinhold, John Aston, Paul Reiser, and Bronson Pinchot have all boarded Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley, reuniting with Eddie Murphy in the iconic role. Uh, it has begun production. However, the storyline, we don't really know where they're going to go with it. They've kept all those things under wrap. Kind of an interesting few years here for Eddie Murphy. You know, coming to America 2. Then he's got Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. That's the fourth installment of the franchise. And I was looking at another project that he's working on. It's called You People. And for whatever reason, it kind of caught my eye. But Jonah Hill, also part of the cast. And Julie, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is also part of that cast. I'm kind of curious, is, is Eddie Murphy kind of making that making that move? Is he coming back a little bit? Excited to see. That'll be it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord. That's where you go and you become part of the 137pm family. We will be back on Monday. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.